welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Nutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hey, it's Domery Mutel, your host of this evening's episode of Life's Necessities and Luxuries. Welcome back, my lifers, to another episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our topic today is going to be, do you keep an acknowledgement journal? Now, you may be saying, what's an acknowledgement journal? Well, it's something I learned a few years ago, and it's really opened my eyes. Now, we all keep lists of things we want to do, right? Goal making and goal setting and making our lists of resolutions and all those kinds of things. But I think I heard, I'm trying to think of which coach it was that I mentored with that told us about this acknowledgement journal. Oh, I think it was John Asaroff. And he mentions that we should not just list the things that we want to get, but also we must acknowledge the things that we have done and we have received. So for instance, if you had a goal, let's say it was to take a class in something and you took the class, you finished it, and maybe you went on to take another class. Did you write that down or did you celebrate it to say, wow, because if you don't celebrate it, it's like, you know, you've got this marathon, right? You've complete the marathon and then what? You don't celebrate it after you finish the marathon? Hell yeah, you're going to celebrate that marathon after you're done, right? Because you're going to be so excited and you're going to want to celebrate it and say, wow, I can't believe I did this. But why don't we do this with the other things that we do in our lives that are just maybe not as exciting as finishing a 26-mile marathon? But think about some of the things that we do set out to do and accomplish and do accomplish, right? So I started keeping an acknowledgement journal and I try like every month and if I forget, maybe it's every two months and I go back and I try to look at that month and see, well, what did I accomplish that month? Well, what did I set out to do that I actually was able to finish and get done? And it could be simple things too. It doesn't have to be big major goals. I mean, sometimes it could just be like, I ate well this week. I should celebrate that. And I don't mean celebrate it with a cheesecake, but celebrate it so that you know you're still doing something good and acknowledge that because we do work hard on our goals. So even if you don't want to keep a journal per se, I like to keep a journal because I find that you can look at that at the end of the year and say, wow, okay, look, I did this, 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 and this. And feel good about those things that you've accomplished, right? Because we do work really diligently and hard and you have to discipline yourself to reach some of those goals, whatever it might be. And, you know, you got to celebrate those small wins and the large ones too. It's not just the large ones, but the small ones as well. Maybe it just was like, you know, I was a good person to everybody this week and I smiled and said, hello, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter what the size of that thing is, but if it was important to you, then that's enough to put it down in that journal. Now, speaking of journals, do you keep a journal? My sister Debbie, God rest her soul, she was just killed in a tragic accident a few weeks ago and it's rocked my niece's world and, you know, we're all in shock that that could happen, that somebody could be taken away so tragically. And, you know, she was a survivor of so many different things. She survived a brain aneurysm that exploded in her head. She survived that and the doctors didn't know how. She survived a 
heart attack and stroke. And she had so many different things happen to her. And at 67, she lost her life while trying to go see her doctor in the morning. It was early morning. And it's very sad. And I just, um, but I don't want to bring you down with this because I mean, it was tragedy. And in a way, I feel like she's at peace now. She's an angel and she's just going to be looking over all of us and that the family can find peace and just remember the love from her. But she did teach me a lot of things when I was small because she was like a second mom. She was 14 years older than me. And she was also a hippie, you know, bohemian from the 60s and 70s. So I kind of grew up that way. And one of the things she taught me when I was around, I guess it was around six or seven, was to start keeping a diary. Remember the little diaries, if I'm going to age myself here, but they had a little lock and key. And so I would start writing little things in there, you know, went to school, played with my friends, whatever it was, you know, it wasn't too detailed, but I kept doing that over years and years and years. And, you know, I still try to do that today. But what I did was there was this man named Peter Beard. I don't know if any of you are familiar with him, but he was a famous photographer. He was a fashion photographer, but then he kind of went out to Africa and lived out there for a while. And he opened up a studio in Soho, Manhattan, and one day, me and my other sister, Mary, we went out there to go see his exhibit because he was putting all of his journals and his artwork on display in his studio that he created there in Soho. And so we went to visit it, and it was just amazing. It really changed my way of looking at journaling. And I started creating a creative journal like he did. And it's a visual journal. So it's not like you just would write in it. He would do sketches and doodles and he would paste all these different things inside of it, like matchbook covers and postcards, if it was travels or even insects. I remember seeing like these large ass beetles in there. (laughs) It was like, ew. But it was like, wow, that's roaming around the earth, right? This was probably in around 92 or something like that where I started doing that, maybe 94. And I still try to do that today. Even if I don't get to paste it all in there, it goes into this book. And then if I go on a trip to Europe and I'm on a long flight, I will just sit there and and paste away for eight hours. And it's a beautiful thing because I could get it done, you know. But if you stay on top of it, it's very easy. It's just that sometimes my life gets a little hairy and I can't take the time out. So I just kind of put it in there and I know it's in one place and it's for that particular year. But what it does do for you is that, you know, sometimes we beat ourselves up and say, oh, we didn't do so much throughout the year. And... It's a great way to look back and say, oh, wow, yeah, I remember that. Because, you know, a diary can help you with so many different things. It can help you see what you've done or what you haven't done. And when you get older, our memories seem to disappear. (laughs) They're not as good as they used to be. So it's a great reminder to say, hey, you know what? Look, you had a great life. You did these things. You had accomplishments here. And you should be grateful for having those moments in your life, right? Because they were beautiful moments, whatever it was. Could have been a trip with your family. Could have been a trip to Disney. As long as it matters to you. And putting it into one place is a beautiful way to capture that. So In my book, 151 Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, I talk about the importance of keeping a journal or a diary. So if you don't already journal, I'd say pick up a copy of the book, 151 Secrets, because there are some bonus, free bonuses to it. And one of them is a downloadable journal that you can answer the questions to the book in there. But then you can also, there's some space that you can write some other things that may be on your mind or you just 
want to just let it out and you really can't talk to anyone about it. Now, that's another great thing about a diary or a journal is because you can put your thoughts down there. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I'm talking about my sister. They were cleaning out her house and they found all of her journals and... They were sharing some of the pages with me. And like she talked about a trip that we went to my sister's Michigan back in like, I don't know, 80 or 82 or something like that. And it was like, I remember that trip, you know, and I remember certain things. And it said these kind, loving words about my nieces in there. So when they read that, I feel like it was really important for them to read that because my sister might not have said it out loud to them per se. And now they had a chance to read it and really understand she really did care. She really did love them. She really did feel the way she felt about them. And she may not have been telling them that on a daily basis. So after they've lost their mom and their grandma. So now they can see, wow, she really did care. She really did love us. So even if you do it for your family's sake as a keepsake, a legacy, so to say, for your family after you're gone, or maybe one day you take all those books and you create a book out of it, right? Because you can say, you know what? My life was pretty cool. Let me write about it. Who knows what you can do with it? So think about if you don't already keep one, think about maybe starting one for this year and see how you like it. And you don't have to stick with it. You don't have to, you know, keep doing it. You don't have to write in it every day. I think people think, oh my gosh, I got to write in it every day and I got too much to do already and I can't add another thing on my plate. You don't have to. It could be at your whim, right? So let's say you don't journal for two months, but then you decide you're going to go in and you're going to write for a few days because you feel a source of uh, energy and something that's making you want to create. And you know, a life is a symphony. So create the life you want. And I think putting it down with pen and paper can really crystallize those thoughts into realities. Of course, we need to act, right? We can't have anything happen without action. But what happens when you do start doing those action steps, right? It does create momentum. And there's nothing like momentum because then you're on a roll, right? It just snowballs, right? It gets larger and larger and larger as it rolls down the hill, right? Picks up speed, it picks up momentum. So if you have some large goals this year and you want to dream some big dreams, you should do that and write it down and then start acting on it. One of the things I like to do with the goal setting is I look at the end result and I work backwards. So if I know For example, this podcast, right? I knew that I wanted to create a podcast. I had been listening to podcasts for quite a while. And I said, well, I would love to do this. How do I do it? So I started researching and then I thought about the end in mind. This is what I want to do. How do I get there? And I realized there was all these steps in the middle of it that needed to happen for me to do that. So what did I have to do? Again, this was all new to me. So I had to learn and I had to grow and I had to make decisions and find equipment and learn learn how to do certain things. Like when I have to edit a show, I have to sit there and, and edit the show. And that's in a program I use to do the editing. Now, I wasn't an editor. I didn't go to audiovisual school to learn editing. I had to teach that to myself once again. You know, I'm a one-man band. And so... As much as I want to grow this team, I still have not been able to do so. So I still have to do all these things myself. But what I'm trying to say is when you write your steps down, it makes it that much easier to understand what it is you need to do. Because some people think, oh, I want to, I don't know, fill in the blank. I want to do whatever. 
but they don't think about the steps that it takes to get it. They just want the end result and think that they're going to, I don't know, wish on it and poof, there it goes. Well, no, that's not how it works, right? We never get anything that's worthwhile without some hard work behind it. And that's the key. Are you willing to do the work that's needed to get you where you want to go? So keeping the journal can keep you on track as well. I mean, maybe it's just a journal of your goals. Maybe it's not a journal about your life. Or maybe you keep two journals, you know, one that's just about the daily life stuff and then one that's just about your goals and aspirations. There's nothing wrong with keeping a separate journal. I even had a dream journal, which I don't have at the moment because I used it up, but I have to get a new one and replace it. But I used to keep it in my nightstand so that if I had a great dream, because I would dream a lot of dreams sometimes that were kind of like cinematic where I felt like that would be a great movie scene and maybe you could create a movie out of it. Or a lot of my fashion designs would come up in my dreams and I would wake up real fast and sketch them out and label them so I knew what it was because otherwise if I waited too long, even if I got out of bed, made myself coffee, I'd forget it. So keeping a dream journal was another great way to have some vision into your life and maybe there's some signs in your dreams if you can remember them Because usually just as we're awakening is when they're most clear and that's when you could just write it down. Even if you don't put the whole thing in there, enough of it can just jostle in your memory and you'll be like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that now. So don't leave anything to chance to remember because even when you have a great idea on something, write it down immediately or speak it into your phone, record it. There's got to be a way that you can record it because if you do not it's going to be gone. I'm telling you, it's going to be gone. There have been things I was like, oh, that was so good. And then I didn't write it down. I'm like, wow, I lost it. How sad is that? Okay, my lifers, that's all I'm going to leave you with today. I hope you get your journals out there. And if you like this episode, please share the love. I really appreciate it. And subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you haven't picked up a copy of the 151 Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, please go to www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com forward slash book and sign up for your copy today. I'm very excited. It's in its final round of editing. It's been taking me forever to get this out and it's been a project of pure love And as I mentioned, there's bonuses attached with the book. It's not just the book. So you get the audio book and you get the journal to print out. You get a website that is housed with 151 videos and song clips to the songs that inspired me with the book and a shopping guide with all the programs and books and products that I mentioned in the book. I have expanded that beyond. It really is an interactive journey to help you build your best life so that you can feel fulfilled and happy every day. And I know life is grueling. Trust me, I've gone through the ringer (laughs) and then some, but I try to keep my positive attitude and that's helped me along. I try to stay happy when things are going bad. That's helped me move along. And yes, is it tough when things go bad to stay positive and happy? Absolutely. But I find it's like a muscle, like when you work out at the gym. So if you continue to use that muscle, this book will help you use that muscle because maybe the muscles got a little bit, you know, atrophied and you have to strengthen them up. And it may not be in all the areas that I cover because I cover all the different areas of your life. So if it's travel, if it's love, if it's finances, if it's just your home decor and entertaining, there's something in it for all of you. And you don't have to work on everything because there may be something that you're 
better at than something else. And then maybe just this one area that you got to focus on. Like for me, I know I got to focus on my finances this year because since I moved to Florida, I've had issues and I've had to get it back on track. And it's been really, really difficult. So I know I still have to work on that. And I'm willing to keep reading the materials on it. And I'm willing to keep doing the work that I need to do so that I can get to my end of the goal, which is to be financially independent so I can help more people. I can donate more money because I don't have enough time to keep donating. I want to start giving money so I don't have to donate my time. All right. So remember to live happily, lovingly, successfully, peacefully, necessarily, and luxuriously. Until the next time. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.